think about in the last 10 years, uh, Instagram. In the last 10 years, Snapchat. Um, in the last 10 years, I'm not promoting it, but Tinder, all right? Um, in the last 10 years, Uber. I mean, there used to be a day and age when the internet, just when the internet was new, people would say, stay away from strangers on the internet. Do not talk to strangers. Now we pull out our Uber app and we invite strangers to come pick us up via the internet, all right? Uh, everything has changed. I mean, I'm telling you guys, if you want to win in the world of today, you don't have to totally ignore social media, but if you get good at it and you learn how to use it redemptively for God's glory and for what God has called you to do, you can become very, very successful. I'm telling you right now, they're, they're, the world is open to your fingertips if you'll learn that, that social media is not just about, all about you and, and about the selfies you can take and, and all the cool places you go, but imagine how you can change millions of lives and literally touch thousands through the videos you create and the stories you tell and the things that you can talk about, the things that how God is working in your life here at Northwestern could impact your families, your friends back home, the, the, the people that you work with. And so I'm challenging you guys to think about, are you using your social media for God's glory? Are you using your Snapchat, your Facebook, your, your Pinterest, your, your Twitter? Maybe some of you vlog, maybe some of you have vlogs. I, mean, I spend, um, some, I go four times a year with a group of social media influencers. One is a, um, the Sly Fox family. They're a family that they have a family vlog. They have about 1.5 million YouTube subscribers to their family vlog. Um, with a, uh, Cole LeBrant is a uh, Instagram, uh, looks like, looks, he was on The Amazing Race and looks like uh, one of the guys off of uh, uh, Frozen, but I mean, one million Instagram followers. Um, and I, I spend time with these social media, and again, my accounts aren't nearly that large, but there's a world of people that are touching millions just from what they have in their pocket. See, the, the reality is to change the world, you no longer have to travel a lot of places. You no longer have to build a, a large company or pastor a large church or lead a large ministry. You can touch millions of lives with this device right here, right here. I was supposed to be in an event last week in Grand Rapids with uh, the lady who was no, famously um, was known for just some viral videos uh, that she's a Chewbacca mom. All right, anybody remember the Chewbacca mom? Yeah, I was supposed to be there last week, and that didn't happen. I had a flight mess up, and I didn't get to be with her. But I'm telling you guys, you can change the world with your phones. That's why I'm asking you to come back tonight, and I want to talk about this tomorrow because I want to give you some very practical things that you can do. Now, some of you could build a social media company and, and have a six-figure salary in the future if you want to. You could get paid. If you know how to do social media well, there are companies and businesses that want to pay people to know how to do it well. You can get paid to do social media. So I'm just trying to give you guys a vision for what is today. You know, in the future to come, I promise you guys, in about 10 years or less, you'll see a lot more driverless cars out on the road. Tesla is inventing driverless cars. VR technology is rapidly on the rise. Next 10 years, you won't have to go very many places without putting on a headset, and you can go anywhere in the world you want to be. Mark Zuckerberg, all right, uh, Zucks, we're not friends, but that's, you know, Zucks, he, uh, um, yeah, it sounds like we're friends. Uh, VR technology just literally got in trouble for a thing on the news last week because he literally did a, a, a tour of Puerto Rico after the devastation there. People got mad at him because they thought he was being very insensitive. But he was trying to show, no, I can actually get you there and you can see it. So we are years away from everybody having their own VR device in their home. Voice technology is rapidly advancing. If you can learn to use Alexa skills now, 
you can win in the future, whether for whatever story you tell or whatever you do, the world is rapidly changing. And I promise you what I'm telling you today in regards to what you could do, I promise you it could change your life. Now, with the time I have left, that's just a little bit of teaser to come back tonight because I want to I talk to come back tomorrow. But I want to tell you guys a story. I want to tell you guys a story of what happened um, February 3rd, 1970. February, look at your neighbor and say February 3rd, 1970. All right? If you, if, all right. If, if, if you love Jesus, say amen. amen. What I love about social media is it lets you tell a story, all right? Some of you guys are probably have Insta storied already today. It lets you tell a story. So let me tell you a story. February 3rd, 1970, in a little college in Wilmore, Kentucky, God showed up in a powerful way. In this little Bible college in Wilmore, Kentucky, February 3rd, 1970, a Tuesday chapel just like this, they were having just a regularly scheduled chapel service on this cold winter day, and a senior stood up and wanted to give a testimony. It was a testimony chapel. So the senior got up, stood behind the, the pulpit, gave a testimony that he had cheated all through school. He had cheated all through school. And he asked the students to forgive him and and then another student stood up and, and gave a testimony. Another student stood up and just to give you a backstory. There had been students in their dorm rooms praying for months. It was actually one girl. One girl started a prayer meeting in a dorm room that multiplied in various dorm rooms. And they were just begging God to pour out his spirit on, their, in, on that school, in the, in, on that student body, for God to pour out his spirit. And on February 3rd, 1970, was the start of the Asbury Revival. What God did, one student after another student after another student began to stand up and stop pretending to be spiritual, stop pretending to be something that they were not, and just begin to confess sin. And the power of God came into that service, and literally that chapel service did not last one hour. It did not last two hours. It did not last three hours. That chapel service started one entire continual week. You could go to YouTube today, type in Asbury Revival, and there is news footage, national news footage of, of, of crews that came to see what God was doing in that chapel because the Spirit of God came in in revival. And I'm here to tell you guys today that what I want more than anything else, more than for you guys to be successful, and I want you to be successful, more than I want you guys to learn how to so use social media, and I love it, and I want you to learn how to use social media, but I'm telling you guys the greatest need in America today, the greatest need in my life, and the greatest need in your life is an outpouring of the Spirit of God in revival and awakening. That's what we have to have. But I'm going to tell you what hinders revival. The book of Malachi talks about it. In Malachi chapter 1. Malachi chapter 1, and I, I want to read this quickly, and I want to just challenge you guys. He says here, now it says in Malachi chapter 1, and in verse number 10, he says, I wish, everybody say I wish. I wish one of you, just one of you, one of you would shut the temple doors so that you would no longer kindle a useless fire on my altar. See, God had, a, had an issue with his people. They were pretending to love him. They were pretending to be holy. They were pretending to be something they were not. The book of Malachi starts off with God saying, haven't I loved you? And they go, yeah, how have you loved us? And then they go, he goes, I've given you all these things. They go, but we've given you this. And God's like, you, but you, you don't love me. You don't know me. You're pretending to be something that you're not. And one of the greatest dangers of social media is the ability to pretend to be something that we're not. 
That's why we only put pictures of us smiling, not when we're crying. Only when we're successful, not when we're broken. Only when we're having good days, not when we're having bad days. Only when we're having, having a great time with our friends or our boyfriends or girlfriends, not when we've just been crushed because someone stabbed us in the back. But I'm here today to tell you, Northwestern, we need God to move. And I don't know if all of you in this room are Christians or not, but I'm telling you guys, for those of you that are, remove the veneer. What God is looking for is God chasers that say, you know what, I will not offer useless fire in his name. What is useless fire? Useless fire is the, is the appearance of spirituality, the appearance of godliness, the appearance of Christianity. But I'm telling you what, the appearance of Christianity, the appearance of godliness, the appearance of all the things that look Christian will not change this world. The Christianity that we have in this nation today, if it was poison, it's been so diluted. If it was poison, it wouldn't kill anybody. And if it was medicine, it wouldn't heal anybody. We need God chasers in this land today. What I love about the Asbury Revival in 1970 was just one girl started a prayer meeting in her dorm room, and that prayer meeting spread, and then all of a sudden they were believing God to break through in that chapel service, and that he did. And they believed that the Asbury Revival was the start of the Jesus movement, one of the greatest movements of God this country has ever seen. And I am believing God for another Jesus movement. I'm believing God to pour out his spirit. One week ago, thousands of young people were gathered at Awaken the Dawn in Washington, D.C. Under tents all across the Washington Mall, there were 50 tents set up, and there was nonstop prayer and worship that went for three entire days. Thousands of students seeking the face of God. I'm here to tell you guys this. I, I'm not that much older than you, but I'm here to tell you this. Life is hard sometimes, and ministry is hard sometimes. And the only thing that will get you through is a real relationship with God, a real life encounter with the God of heaven. And it's time to remove the veneer. It's time to say, I no longer want to pretend to be spiritual. I no longer want to pretend to be a Christian. I want God with everything that I am. We need him. We need him. So what do we need to do? How do we get that? We become men and women of prayer, men and women who seek the face of God, men and women who say, you know, I want God to show up. I want to see miracles. I want to see our nation change. I want to see my generation change for the gospel. I want to see my family saved. I want to see my high school that I went to turned over for Christ. I want to see what only God can do. I didn't come here to waste time with you guys. I'm calling you to go after God. I'm calling you, if you're not a Christian, if if you've never been born again, if you don't have a real relationship, give your life to Jesus Christ. Waste your life for the gospel. Waste your life for the glory of God. There's nothing that matters more than Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And we need another outpouring of God's spirit. So I'm calling some of you to be men and women of prayer. Men and women say, I will fast and I will pray and I will be broken and I'll refuse to pretend. I will get the pornography out of my life. I'll get the hypocrisy out of my life. I'll get the pride out of my life. I'll get rid of everything so I can have Jesus. That's what we have to have. So I just wonder, the Bible says in Malachi, he says, I would that just one of you, just one of you, just one of you, the power of social media is one person can make a difference. One person can put one post and can go viral. One person can start a movement. And I just wonder, like that on, the, in the, on that college campus, Wilmore, Kentucky, 1970, just one girl started a prayer meeting. I wonder if there's one of you here at Northwestern that says, I want Jesus. 
and said, I'll fast. Some of you could fast for 40 days if God called you to it. Some of you could, could walk on this campus and pray and seek the face of God. Is there one of you that says, I want Jesus more than anything else? I want Jesus Christ. What if the next great spiritual awakening in America starts here? Why not here? And why not now? Why not here? And why not now? Why not here? And why? Not? I have so much more I want to share with you, but I want to spend some time in prayer as we close today. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Father God, we have just come before you today just knowing that our greatest need is, in, is your Holy Spirit. Lord, I, I, I so want to spend so much more time with these students talking about how they can use their devices and their Snapchat and their Twitter to, to inspire thousands of others, Lord. But I, I want you, God, to pour out a spirit of conviction. Maybe there's some students here today that maybe, Lord, they're not a Christian and they know it. And I'm calling their number out right now. Lord, maybe today would be the day they find a friend, they go alone and just cry out to you for salvation. Maybe there's a, Lord, maybe there's a student here today that knows that they need to be serious about their faith. They've been playing a game. They've been pretending to be something they're not. It's been months before, uh, before they've opened the scriptures. It's been months before they've spent time in prayer. Maybe there's secret sin hidden on this campus, dear God. I pray for a breakthrough, a breakthrough from heaven for the fire of heaven to fall. So Father God, I pray you do what only you can do. With every head bowed, every eye closed, I just want to do this real quick before, as I close in prayer. No one's looking but me. But if you'd say, Malachi, I want God to use me. I don't know whatever field that is for you. I don't know what God's called you to, whether it be ministry or a vocation, but you just say something's burning within you. I want God to use me. That's what I want. I want God to use me, then I want to pray for you. If that's you, when I count to three, I just want you to stand. I just want to say a quick prayer for you. I don't want you to think about it. I want you to look around. And just If you say, I want, I want God, I want God to use me. When I count to three, I want, to, I want you to stand. I want to say a quick prayer for you. One, two, three. Would you stand? Would you stand? Father God, in Jesus' name, I am praying right now, God, for every young man and every young lady that stood to their feet, God. Would you just raise your hands to heaven right now? Would you just raise your hands to heaven? Father God, I pray that you would pour out your spirit upon the student body, Father. I pray that you would give them dreams and visions of how you want to use them, dear God. I pray for miracles from heaven, how you want to use them, God. I pray, God, that they, there would be some, some Wesleys in this room and some Jonathan Edwards in this room and some revivalists in this room, God. I pray that, the, that the, Lord, there be some men and women in this room that will shake the nations for your glory. They will waste their life at the feet of Jesus, Lord. I pray there be businessmen and businesswomen in this room, moms and future moms and future dads in this room, God, that will shake the nations for your glory. So, God, use them. Use them, God. Use them, God. Right now, as your hands are raised, as you're, as you're, just, as you're praying with me, would you say, God, here I am. God, here I am. Here I am, God. I surrender, God. I surrender, God. I surrender, Lord, as they leave this chapel building today, would you help them to begin this process of, of going after you and getting rid of things in their life. And Lord, use the remainder of this week, tonight, tomorrow, the, 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 other, the other times in your presence, God. May this be a life-changing week to the glory of God. So Lord, again, pour out your spirit. Baptize them with fire. Baptize them from heaven. Use them for your glory. We love you, Jesus. And it's in your name I pray.
pray. And everybody in the chapel said amen. Amen. And amen.